There we go. Awesome. Hey there, it's Jocelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Wednesday, April 28th. Ta-da! And I'm on time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm on time. So anyway, welcome. Thank you guys for joining me on Joy Exposed. Um, I'm always so grateful. It's always a humbling experience, right? To have people join you and to watch and and even the comments and emails and downloads from iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you find your amazing podcast. It's always so humbling to me because you could be doing anything else, but you're doing me. So thank you. So of course I have to start off with three cheers of joy and I got bubbly. I've fallen in love with this. I'm almost going to have to exchange a meal for this because <laughs> I'm enjoying it so much. So I've got to do some calorie exchange. Um, so this is just a bubbly, barefoot bubbly pink Moscato. It's pretty good. It's sweet. It's kind. It's it's yummy, right? So um, I'm having this tonight because I got to celebrate my three cheers of joy. Here we go. Let's see if I can get the top off. Ugh, here we go. Cheers. So I'm going to drink out of my Steffi. This is my Steffi, my Joy Exposed Steffi. Love to hear the sound of wine or champagne pouring. It's all foamy. Yum, yum. So we're going to get started. You know what? Let's get started. That's what I always say. So that's what I'm going to say. Sometimes I feel like I need to switch it up, but it just comes natural that way. So let's get started. So three cheers of joy. And if you don't know, three cheers of joy, three moments of self-celebration that have nothing to do with anybody else but you. Three things that just mm, made you happy, like just for you, like had nothing to do with anybody else. So three things. So I'm going to start with this morning I went for a walk to exercise and I fell. I'm not celebrating that I fell. I'm celebrating that I didn't break anything. <laughs> so I was walking. I was less than a half mile from my home. And um, I there was a rock on the asphalt. And I stepped on it. And I didn't see it. Because had I seen it, I would have stepped around it, of course. But I stepped on it and I fell. And, um, and I fell forward. So I... Scrape my hand. I got a hole in my hand. You see it? Oh, yeah. Y'all can see that good. I got a hole in my hand and my left knee. Now, I'm celebrating that I didn't break anything. And um, <laughs> faceless love is a whole ass mess. Anyway, I'm celebrating that I didn't break anything, but I fell on my left knee, right? So it's going to be aching. And I'm already trying to figure out what I'm going to have to do with that. Probably a knee replacement or something. But ugh, we're not getting off of that. Celebration is I fell and I didn't break anything. And you guys know I have me one, two good falls a year. So it ain't nothing new. And I wonder if you guys fall as regularly as I do. So cheers to not breaking anything. 51 falling and not breaking a thing. Now, my second cheer of joy hinges on the first. I got my ass up and kept walking. That's my second cheer of joy. Because I was thinking, like, I should really go back home. Like, shit, I'm not far away from home. I'm going to be aching. And I didn't. 
I kept fucking walking. I did my couple two, I think it was like two miles. And then I finished and I came on home and took a shower and got ready for work. So those are my two of my chairs of joy. First, I fell and didn't break anything. And remember, just a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I fell into the bushes off of a bicycle. So I fell off a bike this year. I fell on all fours this year in a parking lot. And then I got up and kept walking. So those are two chairs of joy. My third cheer of joy is that I'm just open to the bullshit. I'm open to the possibilities. I'm just open. I love this place in my life. I love that I'm not afraid. I love that I put myself out there. If I put myself out there and I'm disappointed, I can own that. Okay, I thought it was something else and it wasn't. And I own the moment and I keep it going. I'm, I love that I put myself out there. I'm very... Um, I'm very proud of that, just owning my movements and being able to take whatever. And I'll tell you why I say that. So my three cheers of joy, which we're celebrating, barefoot bubbly, pink Moscato. It's like $9 at Walgreens. Have some. So cheers. First cheer of joy, I fell. Every year I fall. Lord, thank you. Yay, yoga. So I fell. I didn't break anything. Two, I got up from my fall, pushed myself, got up, and kept on walking. Did my little route and came on back. I'm very pleased about that. So that's two cheers of joy. And the third cheer of joy is that I'm open to the bullshit. And when I say the bullshit, I mean the possibilities. Like, I'm open to it. Like, And, and it's different being open and having wisdom and experience and being aware, it's that's different from just being naive and, you know, it's a different openness. And I'm, I'm open I'm, and I'm pleased and I'm gonna share that with you guys. So those are my three cheers of joy. I hope you guys are celebrating something yummy tonight. I hope that you can carve out pieces of your day, of your week, to celebrate, to just know that those moments are dedicated strictly for you. And what are you going to do other than celebrate? Uh, so let's move on to stmspecialties.com sponsoring Facebook Post of the Week. Then have an announcement afterwards, but let's get into that. So Facebook Post of the Week. You guys know I am totally girl crushing on Allison Christie Johnson. She's my Facebook friend, and she has the wittiest brain of brains absolutely love her and I am drawn to her page and her post and of course I'm going to talk about her again today. I figure I'm going to have to get her at some point to come on to Joy Exposed so that we can talk about her witty ass brain, how she's so free with her thought processes and her journey to getting to that space because that's a really evolved space to exist in when you're free to just have those synapses connect fire right so i love her so let's go facebook post of the week sponsored by stm specialties first of all oh yeah no that's not it that's about my race i'm past that lord my life moves at light speed well first things first my my profile was cloned somebody cloned it as david jessica i don't think i, I may have talked about that last week Maybe I did or didn't, I don't remember it, but somebody cloned my profile as David Jessica, but hopefully it was reported that that's not me and it went away. So I didn't see it anymore and I didn't get a lot of requests like, is this you? 
I think people pretty much know I'm Joycelyn Wells, right? So they see that and they're like, oh, we know her. So that's that. Um, second Facebook post of the week is a comment. I posted an article about my growingmen.solutions foundation about the website and, and about the reason why I started it, why it was important to me to dig deep to help men, especially men in the category, I hate to leave it culturally, but black and brown men, but also men who are faced with emotional and mental health issues. Like, I, because there's a, such a disadvantage in those categories. So I, I made a Facebook post talking about why the foundation was important to me and why I kind of got out there and said, this is what I'm going to do. And I'll, I'll read it if um, I'll read it, you know, um, but I wanted to mention that someone, my girlfriend, Jennifer said, I just have to say it again. You are amazing. All caps. The way you help others grow is certainly a gift. You are using it in a way that God intended. Now, that just made me feel so good because I always want to be pleasing to God. And I know sometimes I'm not because he'd be like, she on some bullshit. I know we've had this discussion. He knows. He knows I'm human. He made me. But for someone to see God's gift in me and to say, I'm proud of you or you are amazing, it just warms me. I love the recognition that I'm doing God's work. And so although Jennifer and I have become really good friends and business partners and we've got things to do, we've got plans, right? We've got stuff. I just appreciate that she can say that and know that it's important for me to hear. So I'll take that as a Facebook post of the week. So, um, yeah. Okay, so let me keep going. Um, next Facebook post of the week. <laughs> I read that last week. It's the funniest shit. Okay, so this is for um, uh, Kezia. Ke I always mess it up. Is it the Kezia or Kezia? Kezia, it's Kezia. She put a phonetic on the website, Kezia. She posted, we are not in control of what lessons others are here to learn. Focus on you. And that's the truth. As much as we want other people to do what we want them to do, that ain't our business, man, fuck that. Let them learn what they're gonna learn. We learn what we're gonna learn. We keep it fucking moving. I love that, focus on you. You are the crux, the pinnacle. You are the change that's going to affect the world. And if you're worried about somebody else's shit, you're wasting your time. You ain't got no control over that. So thank you so much for that. Um, okay. <laughs> this is a funny one by uh, Tawani. I think her name is Taiwani or Tawani. She's on my Facebook page. Hilarious too. Dear Mr. Booty Warrior. <laughs> I'm writing you on behalf of the black delegation. I just wanted to let you know that Derek Chauvin is on the way and you should be expecting him over the summer. He will make you a beautiful bitch. His favorite position is on his knees. Might I suggest you put him there? 
sign to wanting. <laughs> this was after the Derek Chauvin uh, verdict where he uh, guilty on three counts. And it's got a guy saying booty war, booty warriors. So what day y'all sending Chauvin? Where he coming? And it's just talking about him being in prison and how he's going to be somebody's bitch. Because we already know the biggest of bullies on the outside in the social settings protected by the bu uh, badge become somebody's bitch on the inside because the bully is just a bitch. Like literally bullies are the biggest cowards of them all. And we feed their energy because we feign fear. We are afraid of them. People are afraid of them. But I think that day is passing. I think people realize you're fucking bully, right? So he's going to go to prison and good for him because clearly he's okay with it because of the way he treated another human. Clearly, he's lost his way of what it means to be. So he's going to go. And I mean, that's the punishment. He's not the first man in prison. Tons of men in prison. A large percentage of black men are in prison. So we know that prison is real and we know that it exists and we know that he earned it. So what I always say is that we have to respect the choices that people make. There's no sorrow for someone who chooses the bullshit. I talked about me choosing bullshit. When you choose something that violates the social standards and you have to pay the piper then pay the fucking piper there's no there's no sorrow in that there's no why we there's no sympathy in that now as a human you're like damn but we know that he chose his action he didn't mistakenly kill somebody he intentionally killed somebody it was a murder so you know, and I don't really get into that, you know, those discussions, but I mean, it, that's what it was. And he's going to prison. So let's keep going. Um, oh, the last post, I think I'm going to read. I'll read this afterwards. I'm not going to read this Facebook post because that's this is special to me. Uh, let's see. Is that it? Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope. Okay, this is the last one. I'm not, I'm not, oh gosh, Jesus Christ. Let me turn my ringer off. That's my bad. I'm not participating in the sharing of black trauma this year. I just can't, y'all. I'm not sharing, watching, or reading black trauma in 2021. To be honest, I do not have the emotional capacity for it right now. My entire adult life has exhausted me not just 2020. This is a post from Jay Noetic. Noetic? So he, he has a podcast or he's starting a podcast, but he's an author. And he is very, um, he puts a lot of thought into his post and his presence. So he's really just spiritually connected to the universe and to people. He spends a lot of time on relationships. So he made this post and I was digging it. I am digging it still. I am not watching TV shows, movies, YouTube videos, or viral videos depicting the trauma that people of color are continuing to face every day. I am not sharing articles about it either. The people who need to watch the videos, the people who need to read the articles, the people who need to educate themselves, the people who need to change do not look like me, move like me, and certainly have more freedom than me. I will not be absent in the fight, but I will 
no longer be complicit in the sharing of the pain. So no, I haven't watched any of the videos. I'm focusing on healing and helping others heal. I'm not judging anyone that does. I'm just explaining where I am and my silence on the topic. I love that because I've never been able to articulate it. Like literally people want to know, did you see this? Did you see? And I'm like, no, no, no. Why you didn't watch it? But I didn't watch it because I don't want to hurt from it anymore. I am an emotional processor. I say that. That's not a secret. When something happens, I process in an emotional space in here. I do. So I try to avoid the things that's going to deplete my energy, my will to. I try to avoid that so that horror movies, not even just shit, horror movies, tragedies, anything that's going to drain or exhaust me, I try to avoid. Not that I don't understand it, but because I don't need somebody, some writer, some producer, somebody telling me what the fuck to think or how to see. I don't need that. Now, I can read about it all day because my own mind gives me what I'm capable of. I don't like the external control of me. I don't. So I I don't spend time in that. So he wrote this and I felt like, I know what you're talking about, brother. I feel you. I'm there with you. So no more trauma. No trauma. I'm done. I need goodness to happen. And not to say that crazy shit isn't happening. It's saying that Please let me see more goodness than not. Let me embrace more amazingness than not. That The time is past. Like, there's so much good shit out there. Like, let me hold it. That's what I want to see. So I appreciate Jay for uh, making this post. And that's it for my stmspecialties.com Facebook post of the week. And, oh, damn it. I had something by Allison Christie Johnson. I might work it in later, but that's my Facebook post of the week. So thank you guys. Thank you, stmspecialties.com. All right, so let me just keep moving. So I got my bubbly. I hope you got something you're sipping on. I'm going to, let's see. So listen up, guys. You guys know I've been doing Joy Exposed now for more than two years. So I'm trying to figure out how to handle it, how to manage it. Because I don't feel like today that it's growing like it was a year ago. Um, and it could be many things because, hell, I, it's me. I'm sitting in front of the camera. My background looks about the same. My conversation is always about freedom. So maybe people aren't listening. Maybe I'm not marketing well. I don't know, but it just doesn't seem to be growing. So because I am dedicated to me and to the podcast, I've got to figure out some things. So, And I got a lot of material that I don't get to share because I don't have a lot of time to go back through it. So tonight is going to be my last episode for this season, for the, I guess, spring. And I'll start back up in the fall in August. So this is it. Now, several reasons. I, my company is growing crazy, so I've got to figure out what the fuck to do with that. What is it? So I don't know if I'm hiring somebody. I don't know. Like, I literally don't know because I'm like, ah, 
So my company is growing. My podcast is hanging in there. It's like about the same, but I need it to grow too because I have a great message, right? So I've got to figure that piece out. Um, not having the podcast over the summer will allow me to, first of all, I'm moving uh, in June, the beginning of June, I'm moving. I'm starting a new job in uh, Atlanta. So there's a lot of transitional pieces happening with me and I've got to hang on to the integrity of what I'm doing here. I don't want it to be rushed. I don't want to stress about it. I don't want to feel like it's a burden. So I figure, you know what? A break is okay. So, and because it's mine, it's my podcast. So the break is my podcast. It's mine. I can take a break if I want. And I don't usually take a break. So tonight is my last podcast until the beginning of August. I'm going to take the summer to um, market, to build an audience, to clip my past videos and one to five minute segments and have them run. I'm just going to try to build an audience for what Joy exposes. And then uh, when we start back in the fall, you know, maybe, well, not maybe we will have a different momentum and we will maybe have different platforms. I don't know. That's the one thing about me that I'm not afraid to talk about is that I'm always learning. I'm always growing. And so let's, I'm going to figure it out. Right. So, um, that's my a big announcement for that. Now, my other big announcement is that I'm going to share this first before I do that. So my son, I've said for a couple, three years now, when my son graduates, I'm leaving. I've said that. And it's a lot of freedom in knowing that you're raising kids who are adults. You're raising them to be adults and they're not afraid. So I want to share this text message that I got from my son the other day. And um, because it confirms two things about him, he's graduating high school, two things about him that I just freaking love that he's this amazing growing man, right? So he sends me a message. It's 6.30 in the morning. Thank you for having me travel so many places over the years. So I was like, you're welcome. What prompted you to say that? Like, what prompted this thank you? He said, I just got the Dr. Locks stuff. And then Dr. Locks is a dreadlock. They do um, hair care. It's a hair care company for dreadlocks. And so he spent a weekend with the owner of Dr. Locks doing a photo session and modeling and a whole big thing with them at this mansion in like Buckhead. Like he just hung out with them and he was one of their models. So he's, and they sent him a kit of Dr. Locks products. He said, I just got the Dr. Locke stuff and thought that weekend was such a fever dream for me because so many exciting things were happening. And then I remembered it was all because of you. So I felt you deserved a thank you at the least. This is an 18 year old growing man who can articulate thank you and recognize it it's a gift for him, right? So I was like, it's always been my pleasure. Cause it is like, it's for my children. It's like, 
my pleasure is to show you that you can have whatever you want. Like, it doesn't mean it comes from me. It means you get to where you can get it. I said, the world belongs to you, so why not claim it, right? And so that was the end of our conversation. And I loved it. He's such a well-thought young man. Like, I, I love that about him. And I love that he's not afraid to say thank you. And I love that he's not afraid to recognize from where the gift comes. Like, I love that. So that's the one thing about him. The other thing is he is graduating at the end of the month. And he tells me the other day, mom, I get to He's out. I'm like, yeah, okay. He says, so I'm going to give one to you. I'm giving one to dad. And I said, okay. Because in my mind, I'm like, duh. And he continues, he says, because the two of you contributed the most to my education. And I said, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm like, as a mom, I could be like, what you mean? You know, you're going to give me a ticket. What you talking? But I didn't because... I have to, I, I'm learning still that men are very segmented in what they're saying. And I'm learning still to pay attention to what they're saying and not what I want them to say. And a shout out to Faceless Love for helping me with that. Like, shout the fuck out to him because he has helped me grow up a lot when it comes to men. So my son has helped me grow a lot too <laughs> because I can't strangle him, but I can listen to him. He says, you two have contributed more to my education, so I'm going to invite you. He recognized, because two things, he recognized it's up to him. He can invite who he wants to invite. That's the first thing. The second thing is his graduation is about his education. We contributed to his education, not because we're his parents, not because it's our right or it's our parents and we, none of that. For him, that shit is secondary to the fact that we poured into his education. And I'm so, at first I was like, what police? I'm coming, I don't care, whatever. But then I thought about, look at him able to put that in a package without somebody forcing it on him. He put it the way, is graduation, it's about my education. Who supported me most in my education? Who put in the most? That's Those are the people that are coming. So I guess I should be like, I'm so happy that his education was important to me. And his dad should be like, I'm so happy that his education was important to me because he really could have chosen whoever the fuck he wanted to come to his graduation. Now, could I have acted an ass? Of course, but would I have? Maybe, but the me acting of ass would have been about that I didn't contribute as much to his education as the other person he chose, right? So that still would have been on me. So I love that. And it took me a minute to kind of process where he was coming from and to respect the thought process, his linear thought process as a man. Not my thought processes, I'm your parent. Of course, I'm coming to graduation. What if I was a shitty parent? What if I didn't care about his education? What if I was abusing him and he didn't want me to come? He wanted the person like, you know, so all of those things are a factor. So I'm actually honored that he chose me, <laughs> that he's going to give me a ticket. So anyway, I get to go to my son's high school graduation. 
Cheers, which is good because I'm probably going to get to pay for his college. Cheers. So, you know, my son just makes me so happy. He's just such a cool ass kid. And I probably should have had him before I got married. <laughs> I probably should have had him first to learn about men and thought processes and the fact that men are capable of loving you without this constant adulation. Like, I, I didn't know that. I feel like, I felt like my ex-husband had to actively love me. But I don't know that men necessarily respond that way. I don't know. I'm, I told you I'm learning from, my faceless love is teaching me a lot. He is a dream when it comes to people and uh, human nature. You know, he is a dream with that. He's such a good people person. I always tell him he's a great leader. He's probably an amazing manager at work because he's in tune with people. I love that. But I love my son just being, growing into a man and being so forthright in what he wants and not being afraid to express it. So it's about my son. So he's graduating at the end of the month. That means all my kids are going to be out of high school and I'm free as a bird. Free as a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm ready. I'm out of here. So he's going to graduate and I'm out of here. I'm leaving. So that's my baby. Um, and so let's see what else I got. So let's talk about Allison Christie Johnson. Hold on. First of all, if you have not, two things, if you have not shared this video and you're watching, please share. That's one. The second thing, if you don't follow us on YouTube, please follow us on YouTube or and and or go to the Joy Exposed fan page and follow us there on Facebook because over the break, I'll be clipping some of the videos and playing segments and they'll be populating there. If you are a fan of a Joy Exposed fan page, then you'll be getting notifications. So it's not like we're going away. It's just that we're going to go and revel in some of the goodness that we've already put out there. We need to be able to put that out there because remember, we need exposure beyond the family group, right? Beyond this group, we need exposure outside of it. So we're going to work on that. Now, I'm going to talk about Allison Christie Johnson, and then I'm going to tell you guys some smoking awesome shit that happened to me. All right, so listen to this. So Allison Christie Johnson uh, reshared, a lot of attractive women date men that are not on their level that are below them financially, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, and or physically, because they think that man will appreciate the opportunity to date a woman out of his league. They think he will adore her, and if she's able to help him level up, he will spend his days loving and spoiling her. The truth is what she really subconsciously thinks is that she isn't worthy of the man that is actually her equal and spirit will use that ugly ass man to hurt, use and embarrass her until she does the inner work to heal what's really wrong. Ask me how I know. Man, listen. I love that shit. So Allison Christie Johnson shared it. And I felt it and because I have dated men who needed me. 
who I felt like they needed me. I felt like I had goodness and this was a place I could give it. The truth of the matter is, I didn't feel like I was good enough to be anywhere else because I couldn't get anywhere else. So I could give the goodness I have here and they wouldn't know the difference. They would just take it, but it's right. They will take it. They'll take it, they'll use it. And the next thing you know, they're asking you shit like, oh, so you think you're smart or your other women would, most women, like then they're trying to put you in a group with the bullshit you've been working your whole life to get out of. So, hey, I am she, I know how that shit goes. And I read that and I was like, that shit is real. But when you get to a place of understanding that you're fucking magnificent, that you have a lot of goodness to give, when you get to that place, who gives a shit? Like, I know now there's a lot of motherfuckers I wouldn't date. I know now that it's a lot of motherfuckers I wouldn't talk to. Like, I would just sit and have conversations with people before. Now I'll be like, I'm not wasting my fucking time. I know that. Now, whatever it is, call it what it is. It doesn't matter to me what you call it. I know that I'm not wasting my time. I know that I could be watching paint dry or polishing my toes or who knows, writing the next great novel. Who knows? But I know what I'm not going to do. I'm not sitting up wasting my time with somebody that needs or can't do for themselves. I'm not doing that. So I love that post. And women don't, women don't admit that. When you put yourself in a position that a man needs you, however you want to look at this, be mad at me, fuss at me, whatever. When you put yourself in a position that a man needs you, that you're doing for him, that you... He requires your presence. He requires your financial assistance. When you put your, you're his mama. So you're his mama and you're giving him puss. And that sounds really yucky, doesn't it? I know, but it's the truth. So, the, and that man never becomes, he never becomes the man capable of you. Never, a hundred lifetimes pass. He never becomes the man capable of you. Never. You always in the position of. And you can, I mean, we can argue. You can, well, you can argue. I'm not arguing, but you can argue it or you can say he does, but he doesn't. And he never sees you. He never sees you as the woman he's capable of. He sees you as the woman who helped him out of his shit or the woman he needs. He sees you in the mama role, but he's not going to call you that because he's fucking you. So that's not how it works because then that's sadistic, right? That's kind of incestuous. Is that the thought process? So when you find yourself in a position and you're helping a man to grow up, stop. You're wasting your fucking time. He's not going to be your man. He's always going to be your child always going to be your child. He's going to resent you. He'll make comments to you about what, stop you talking to me like I'm a child. That's how you feel when I'm talking to you. Then you are a child. It ain't nothing you can do different. You're not going to be able to talk different because you're talking from your experience. He's receiving it from the place that he is. 
It's true. I mean, it's just what that is. So I love that post. I love Allison Christie Johnson because she does share a lot of great stuff. She's got great insight on stuff. And it took me a long time to realize because we, as women, we feel like we see these men and we see greatness in them. We're capable of seeing greatness because that's what we do as women. We carry multiple personalities in our bodies. We are the birthers. So we carry them in a, inside of our body. So anything we carry inside of us, we're capable of seeing. So we're capable of multiple personalities and all of this. So when we see people and we see goodness in them, it's because that's from our woman perspective. And when we see men and we think, oh my God, he can be great if he this, if he this, if he this. And then you start helping him to become that. Come live with me. I got a place you can stay here. You get on your feed and you and you paying the bills and you got the groceries. He ain't gonna come up to where he take that shit over. First of all, you're not, you ain't gonna let it go because you know that you gotta do it. Second of all, he's not gonna take the lead in that shit. That ain't how that work. So what he's gonna do is to go fuck with somebody that he feels like he's capable of. He'll start doing the shit you think he should be doing for you for somebody else because he knows he can't do it for you. Even if he starts working and making some money, you already made gobs of money and you got a 401k and you do shit the way you want to do it. He ain't going to catch up with that. That's not how that shit work. Mentally, he's not. Emotionally, he's not. He's not going to catch up. So we have to recognize that and not put ourselves, it ain't nothing wrong with him. I ain't doubting it. The man is okay. He's going to do what he's going to do. I'm talking about as the woman, when you put yourself in a low ass position or in a position less than what you've worked for, then you suffer the consequences of the position, right? That's what the fuck it is. If you work, if you have an accounting degree and you go work at McDonald's, and you work the closing shift, accounting degree or not, you still got to close that fucking store. You got to change the grease, wash the dishes, close, mop the floor. You got to do that. When you put yourself in that fucking position, it's your responsibility. You take on the responsibility of the closer. But if you got an accounting degree and you go work for an accounting firm, it's different. We put ourselves in this position because we believe we're not worthy. Yeah, you are. And it's a lot of great men out there. It's a lot of fucking great men out there who want. It's a lot of great men out there by themselves because they don't want to put themselves in a closing position for McDonald's. They want the accounting. They want the woman who, but the women go choose something else because they're afraid of being required to be fucking amazing. And you are. So I love that. I love that. And I didn't use it as a um I didn't use it as a um Facebook post of the week because it's some real shit. We got to recognize the fact that we got to recognize the fact that we're awesome. We are freaking awesome. I, I literally I I'm a woman and but I didn't recognize how powerful and awesome I was until probably eight, nine years ago. And then I had to go through this horrible transition of, fuck you. <laughs> You're not wasting my time to, 
Oh, yeah. I, you, I don't even have to give you permission to that. I don't have to tell you no. I just have to remove myself from the situation. So and it's always tricky. It's tricky. And I think maybe we'll have to delve into that relationship piece um, coming in the fall. Faceless Love and I have a idea about this relationship piece. Maybe we'll delve into that. Or maybe I can engage with men and women and just have the dialogue. And it's happening a lot. It's happening a lot, but I think the key to understanding the relationship piece is not blaming the other person. The key to the relationship piece is knowing who and where you are and your role in it. And if you're okay in it, if you're not okay in it, then get out of it. I know it sounds easy. It is easy. Just leave it. Shit, what's going to happen? I mean, like literally what's going to happen? So that's that. All right. So let me look real quick because I wanted to read to you guys about um, my Growing Men, the foundation. I wanted to read you guys a post that I made and then I have an announcement to make. Another, Well, something else to share. It's not really an announcement. I'm so dramatic. Y'all know I'm dramatic. I'd be like, girl, stop being so dramatic. <laughs> I'll be so dramatic. Be like, I'm so dramatic. Um, if here it is. Okay. So this is my foundation and I, I, I'm going to read this and then I'll tell you about the foundation a little bit because it's important to me. You'll get a lot of it out of this, but when you, when you understand what men mean to me, and I say all the time, I love men. I love black men. I love them. Like, I love black men. I see power in them and amazing. And I understand the significance of their presence in families and community. And I love them, right? So that's real. So I'm going to say that. I'm going to read it. So last night, I officially announced the Growing Men Foundation. Today, throughout my day, so many instances leading to that moment replayed through my thoughts. From my thesis at the University of Florida in 2000, entitled Positive Identity Development in Black American Males, to only referring to my son as a growing man, to holding firm that I was raising a man, not a child. I'm overwhelmed because as I grew as a woman, my ideals of the significance of the presence of men held true. Now more than ever, I believe that the greatness I see can be. For every man I ever met, shared in love with, drew energy from, I am forever grateful for your presence in my life. More importantly, I had to learn that those men weren't growing from me, I was growing because of them. On the day, on the day I met the one man who didn't need me to teach him or pour into him, it was then I realized my gift of seeing the amazing gifts in men were being ill-used on the adult men from which I was seeking. It was the growing men who needed goodness from me, those who would be seeking goodness from adulthood. So in this venture, I will solicit the goodness from all of the wonderful adult men to continue my growth and perpetuate the freedom of growing men everywhere. My name is Joycelyn Wells. There is one man who loves me. One man who loves me. I'm not even afraid to say that. My whole life, there's one man who loves me. 
He fills me with so much goodness and understands that when I say I'm going to move a nation of growing men to freedom, he ensures that the path is paved and cleared for our every step. He is my faceless love. He is the lover of me, the believer of me. He has planted his root strong enough for me to bear a million fruit. We will oversee the growing men. We are the foundation. Now, this is real for me because I recognize as much as I love men, if I'm going to be a benefit to men, I've got to be a benefit to the growing men. I've got to get in a place that I can provide guidance and love and support and leadership to them. Now, as a woman, can I do that? No. No, I can't. Not by myself. So what has happened is I have taken amazing men that I've met and they have stepped into the role of we're moving these men forward. And that's what growing men, we are growing men, like literally growing men. And I'm so pleased. So as I said before, there's the 5K Epic Memorial, the Epic Memorial 5K. That's funding two scholarships. And then there's the T with V Golf Classic that's funding 10 scholarships. So there's a whole system in play and moving here. And it's going to work because I'm passionate about moving a nation of men forward. So it's going to work because of that. Because of the conversation that I have when I talk about it and because I speak so freely and I believe in it, I spent some time with author Mansell Peterson a couple of weeks ago. And Mansell Peterson is an author and he has written several books, like I think more than 20, 30 books. Like he's been writing since early 2000s. He's got several books. I was telling him about the foundation during an interview and he pledged $150,000 from his book sales to fund the foundation. That's how much it means to me. $150,000 was pledged to us because of it. Mansell Peterson is running for Secretary of State in Georgia for 2022. And I'm going to be out there campaigning for him and trying to fundraise everything. Black American man, smart, good looking, witty, loves his family. That's going to be my support. Right? So you hear my grandbaby? <laughs> Jazz, can you get Ari from by my door? Do you hear this? It's hilarious. Bye, honey. I'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> so um, we're going to run his campaign. We're going to support him and get him out there and get him in a prominent position in the state. And all of us, that's important to all of us, especially living in Georgia. For you guys who are there who wants to start businesses, the Secretary of State, that's where the licenses come in. So we want that support. We want that understanding. And we're going to we're going to campaign for him and get him in there. And we appreciate that he offered, without hesitation, $150,000. It's this kind of stuff that lets me know that I'm moving in a space that's fluid and good for me. It's this kind of stuff. And I'm going to keep going. Like, I'm not 
going to be dissuade at all. I'm not, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep moving. So that is the growingmen.solutions. And that's the website, www.growingmen.solutions. That is it. And the dot solutions is a part of my brand, my shape dot solutions. It's a part of the branding of our company. So that's going to be something to easy to remember. It's going to be something that solidifies that we are in fact a corporation and we will continue to grow. And I love that we're digging deep and building those personal relationships, personal relationship, business, business relationships. Okay. So that's that. So if you haven't made a contribution, you can contribute on the website. Um, and I'll be getting at you, all of you for the uh, donations for the secretary of state as well. So get your money ready. Just make some money. Let's get this man in office. Okay, so that's that. Now, the last thing, and which is coincides greatly with um, this being our last show for the season, I feel kind of melancholy about it because I'm like, we never stop going. We always go on Joy Exposed, but it's it works out perfectly, and I just have to love it. So I'm going to say this first. I started writing a story because I wanted to remember the details from an event. I shared my story, that story, with Faceless Love years ago. We're talking almost five years ago. He heard this story and he said, you have to finish. You're my favorite author. You're brilliant. And I was like, whatever. He said, no, I mean it. And that's why I started writing. So you guys hear me talk about faceless love. You understand the significance of him in my life. I started writing. I wrote my first book because of him. I was set free because of the kindness of his words. That's how important this relationship is to me. Like, it's a real ass relationship. I didn't, all of this writing, so I have five books out. I wrote the first one because of him. Not even I was writing a book, I was writing for him, right? It's a huge podcast I started because of that. My business, developing websites and publishing for other people all stem from me writing my first book. My first book stemmed from him saying, you're brilliant and me wanting to please him. So when I talk about faceless love, believe that I'm talking from a place of unconditional love. Because for you guys who've read my books, you know they're racy and steamy and lots of yummy sex and fun. And he read every one of them and he's still like, I don't care about none of that shit. This me and you right now. That shit is real to me. Huge to me. He's my guy right? He is my freaking guy. So I, all that to say is I started writing because of him. Okay. Now let me keep on. I have, I'm learning a lot about me as a person. I'm learning a lot about me as a woman, as a writer, as a business owner, as a innovator, as a planner like i'm learning a lot about me 
because I'm in a yummy space of unconditional love. Of like, I feel bold and I can do whatever. I didn't have that. A question. I just didn't have it. So last night I was sitting at home minding my own business because that's what I do. I just be chilling. I ain't going nowhere. I don't go out like party like I used to party because I don't want no, I ain't looking for no bullshit. No, I ain't dealing with no people. I, I just, I ain't into that no more. So I'm sitting at home. I get a message and um, it's probably about 6 7. I get a message that says, hey, I'm working on a project, an animation project. The next message says, I want you to be a writer on the project, right? I'm like reading it like, okay, because I ain't turned down no money because I'm running a business and I need money. What's a good time to talk? I said, well, I'm home, so I'm here. So what time? And they say, well, how about five o'clock Pacific time? I said, okay, I'll be here. Eight o'clock my time. No problem. So they called me about 745. We talk. We talk telling me about the project, what it looks like, the intention, who's all working on the project, this dynamic team. I'm listening to all these people and I'm thinking, these are real motherfuckers. How you call me? What you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to do? So it turns out that this person and I connected in 2018. We were supposed to connect in Oakland, but when I went to Oakland, my weekend was so crazy. And I've talked about that a couple of times, but we didn't connect. So when I got back, I said, hey, sorry, we didn't get to connect. I had a crazy, awesome time. You know, maybe we'll connect later. Well, we connected yesterday. They go down the lineup of what's happening. And we have a conversation. And they're like, oh my God, I knew you'd get it. I, you're, you are a creative you're a creative. And I was like, I'm a creative. Okay. And I'm writing, right? So they want me to come and write script for this animation. Sounds easy, right? Sounds fun. Well, the animation, <laughs> once it's written and the trailer, 30 second trailer, will be presented to Disney. Ah, what the fuck? Right. I'm writing an animation. I'm writing layers to an animation that once it's finished, it will be presented to Disney. Now, of course, I had to sign a non-disclosure because because I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. So they sent me a non-disclosure. I was reading the non-disclosure. And on the non-disclosure, it has my name. Series lead a writer. Bitch, what? Ah! That's exactly how I felt all day today. It was like, ah! yes. So I have been hired to write on a script. It's going to be presented to Disney. Cheers.
That is why I say. <laughs> that is why I say you've got to keep your that's i i say you gotta stay open to the bullshit you gotta be open to the opportunities you gotta be open to doing some new stuff you've got to be open and you've got to keep growing because the more you grow the more opportunities you have i i i i, I that's how i felt last night listening to this list of amazing people working on this project and trying to Google people as she says their name, sent me the non-disclosure, read it, filled it out, sent it back, sent me the script, the book that it was based on. I was like, holy shit. That's exactly how I felt. Holy. And then what got me and made me calm down is that when we were talking, the writer of the book says, I knew you'd understand. So for them to say that says that they've read my stuff. They've been a part of me somewhere. Like they, there's something about me that they understand. I knew you'd understand. I hope to learn from you and grow from your wisdom. What? <laughs> so then I had to be like, calm it down. Yeah, it's a big deal. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm crazy excited. Amazing project. And I'm telling, like, hell, my weeks have been hitting like crazy. Just do, 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 do. My weeks are hitting like crazy. And I'm just have to be in a mind space to go with them. I have four weeks left, four weeks and two days left at my job now. And I'll be moving. I'll be relocating to Atlanta. It's not a secret. I'm relocating. And um, I've accepted a job already there. So I already know that I'm going to be with the school system and I already know what I'm going to be doing and where I'm going to be. I already like all of these things have fallen into place. And then this yummy morsel gets placed on me. And it's just because I'm open. It's because I'm open to the shit. I'm open and I'm not allowing myself and my mind to be clouded by the bullshit. I'm not going to do it. It's not work for all the good stuff. that keeps happening to me there's no one that can convince me that the i should be clouded by some stuff and jason said awesome opportunity we're gonna see you at the oscars one day and you know hey jason the funny thing about that the producer on this project won an oscar two years ago i'm up in there like I'm up in there with some high powered people. The icing on the cake is I read the book today. I read the first book. I read the second book. I read questions that they were trying to answer about what it would look like. And I read the script. And as I read the script, I could see where I filled in parts of the script.
like I could was reading it, flipping it in my mind to what it should be. And I was reluctant at first. And then I said, no, they fucking came for you. You give it to them. They came for you for what you have. You give it to them. It's not a time to question whether you can or cannot give it to them. And here I am. Here I am. Amazing opportunity. I'm so proud. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Stephanie says she's so proud of me. So damn proud of me. Man, I am, I am super excited and it's just growth. It's it, it's growth. And I'm telling you guys, when I tell you to clean the muck out of your head to get rid of the bullshit that holds you hostage. I mean it because these things are happening in my life and it's all because I'm not, I'm no longer hostage. I'm free. I'm free. And I'm sowing the seeds. I'm doing the work and I'm free. So this is Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed and we are ready for summer break. So I will see you guys in August. The Joy Exposed fan page will stay active and I'll load some clips in there and um, promo stuff and just anything trying to build momentum to, you know, get the podcast up and running, not up and running. We are up and running, but to get the podcast kicked off for August, I'll be in a new home. I'll be in a new city new circumstance. So I'll see you guys at the beginning of August. And remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. Mwah. Thank you. See you guys later. Love you much. Good night. Bye. Oh, let's see if I can turn this off. There it is right there. Okay.